Hey gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on boundaries. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome to my short podcast. I hope uh, your day is going well. First things first, uh, I want to do a shout out to my newest patron, Danielle. Um, and I think by email, she might go by Danny, but um, welcome to the team. Uh, for at $1 a month, she gets invited to uh, our private Facebook group and a shout out. Uh, if you want to join the patron team, which is uh, a group of very committed uh, followers of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash YMH5, patreon.com slash YMH5, use the number five, uh, and you will see rewards there. I have a dollar a month uh, membership and a $5 a month membership. The $5 a month membership gets access to my even shorter podcast. Uh, basically, uh, raw recordings on my phone. It's called The Inner Voice. It's very intimate. It's just things that are occurring to me in the moment that I'm recording on my phone and adding to Patreon. But you don't have to like log in every time to pay Patreon to, to listen to it. When you sign up for the $5 a month membership, I will personally email you a link that you can use in your app, in your podcast app, and then it'll populate just like any other podcast when a new episode gets released uh, in your new episodes section. So patreon.com slash YMH5 is how you do that. And I'd love for you to be a part of the team. I love to get to know my listeners better, and I just so much appreciate that. Thank you again for all the encouraging ratings and reviews uh, through whatever podcast app you're on. Go ahead and, and rate and review the podcast. Uh, the most visible one, obviously, is Apple, Apple Podcasts, or some people access it through iTunes. Uh, Apple was basically the first uh, company to start the whole podcast thing. And so that's why it's kind of the, the number one visible place for podcasts. So when you do rate and review podcasts, they climb the rankings and more people get to see, well, I'll try out this podcast. This one seems to be doing all right. It's got good reviews. It's got good ratings. I'm going to give it a try. So if this has been important to you, I please, uh, this is a great way to support the podcast. So there's financial ways to support it, but there's also just like this way that does really does offer support for the podcast. Thank you as always for that support. Today's guest voice is Kate Swoboda. Kate is the author of The Courage Habit, the creator of YourCourageousLife.com, and the director of Courageous Living Coach Certification. Check out your show notes for the link to YourCourageousLife.com. And real quick, this is the second episode on boundaries for your motivational high five, the first episode being episode 84. So if you want to continue on in this thought process around this topic, uh, check out episode 84 as well. And without further ado... Here's Kate. Hi, my name is Kate Swoboda. I'm creator of YourCourageousLife.com and author of The Courage Habit. And something that I am working on in my life right now, something that I am learning, is how to practice courage around boundaries. I, I define practicing courage not as being fearless, but rather engaging with fear. So feeling afraid, diving in anyway, and transforming. And I definitely feel fear as I work with how to practice boundaries. 
my old way of working with boundaries was it was very all or nothing it was like if someone was allowed into my life in some way I kind of had no boundaries and then if someone was not allowed into my life there was this very these these very strict rigid no this person is not in my life kinds of boundaries and I think I clung to those to get a sense of safety and really in that span expanse between no boundaries and having boundaries that are too rigid there's all this nuance so what i'm learning about is how to feel into the nuance if i have someone with whom i have some fundamental disagreements or differences of opinion and this could be politically this could be a perspective this could be a working relationship where we have some differences it, it just used to be if we had those differences, I just kept my distance, but now I'm learning how to feel into the nuance. How can I not like or prefer the way that someone shows up or the, the things that they do and still have something of a dance with them? But in having a dance with them, how do I also have an awareness of how far is too far for me? I have to have this awareness of how far I'll go without going too far. And that is something that I'm finding I'm learning through a process of sometimes making mistakes and relating with someone and then finding out, oh, this, this actually hasn't felt good for far too long. And then needing to clean that up and be in integrity about how I clean it up. And sometimes that looks like realizing that I have actually tried to control it by having too many boundaries and, and going back into an old pattern of having rigid boundaries. I find that I'm learning a lot in hindsight more than I am <laughs> in advance. So it, it's definitely requiring courage, particularly with my internal self-talk because the, the internal self-talk that I have when I make a mistake or when I realize that something about the way that I've been engaging with someone isn't quite a fit is very perfectionistic and demanding and I, I should have learned more or I should have figured it out sooner. And so that's part of the courage to practice boundaries is how are we gentle with ourselves even as we make mistakes, even as we learn? How do we trust that we are enough even if we aren't doing it, life, all the things perfectly? So that's what I am learning, and I am excited to share it with all of you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks so much for sharing your voice, Kate. Um, I, some of the things that she said that I really, really do enjoy. First, I really love her definition of courage as not an absence of fear, but engaging with fear. In regards to boundaries, that we need to get away from an all-or-nothing mindset that really all is very strict and rigid, you must conform to my idea of how you should be or else I'm not going to have a relationship with you um, or nothing, you know, everything, all information, there's no boundaries, all emotions, all feelings get passed back and forth between me and you. And that also is not healthy. One of the ways she describes healthy boundaries is to feel into the nuance. Um, she equates it to having a dance versus keeping your distance from someone completely. You know, boundaries um, have to deal a lot with our need for control. Um, and sometimes it's easier to see in hindsight uh, than in advance 
what is good, healthy boundaries and what isn't. And when we see that there aren't healthy boundaries in place or we've gone too far with being rigid, um, then as Kate says, we need to clean it up. We need to clean up our side and that is integrity. That was so good. But also, since things are easier to see, in hindsight, we need to allow for mistakes. The best boundaries and the best lessons learned from those boundaries or lack of boundaries come when we are gentle with ourselves and with others, allowing for grace and humanness. You know, as I mentioned before, this is the second episode on boundaries, the first episode being episode 84. And I went back and listened to it, and in that episode, um, I gave a quite extreme example. Um, A guy was financially supporting his ex-wife, and we talked about boundaries from that example. But the reality of it, and thanks to Kate for bringing this up, is everything is much more nuanced than that. All relationships deserve boundaries, and, and they're not always extreme. This is very practical, and, and Kate really gave us the reality that relationships aren't always extreme. Sometimes they just require nuance, a, a subtle dance. For example, uh, I talk about my wife and I often on this podcast, and uh, even even we need boundaries. She needs to put up boundaries sometimes when we're in an argument, and I am not listening to her. I am not making sense. I'm more uh, concerned with being right than being kind. And, and oftentimes I'm not even right to begin with because I'm not even listening to her. And so sometimes the best way she can love me and really love herself and love us as a couple, our relationship is put a boundary up and say, Hey, we need to walk away from this. You're not being helpful. You're not being constructive in what you're saying. Let's take some space and come back And sometimes we can really throw each other off that way with some hard love boundaries. But guess what? It may be hard, but it is love. It is coming from a relationship where we want more. And right now, uh, without this boundary, we are not being constructive. We're not loving each other well. One of the things I was thinking about when listening to Kate's recording, and I think that we do need to note it here, is that there are some natural consequences, some natural boundaries outside of our control. These natural con- consequences act as a boundary, um, and sometimes when there's no boundary made or too rigid of a boundary, just an unhealthy boundary made or lack of boundary, um, sometimes when the when the natural boundary or natural consequence happens, um, it can look like that lack of boundary or that unhealthy boundary in hindsight was was quite cruel. And uh, I came up with an example. So uh, listen, listen to this. This is, I think, what I mean when I say this. And I hope this helps clarify this. But an in, in aside here, I'm not saying anything about uh, shot collars on dogs and animal cruelty or anything like that. This is just an example. But if you're familiar with shock collars on dogs. It is a boundary to keep your dog in the yard. Uh, but oftentimes before or maybe while the dog is learning the the boundary or the shock, um, the collar will beep right when it gets the dog gets to the shock. We're going to call that shock collar the natural boundary and the beep, the healthy boundary that we put up. But without a beep and the dog just gets shocked, the lack of beep or the lack of boundary or healthy boundary can really look cruel, right? Like we knew something bad was coming if we didn't do anything. And because we're afraid or not courageous enough or not engaging with fear enough to put a boundary, the natural boundary that occurred from that relationship having no boundaries or an unhealthy boundary can look cruel. 
So really boundaries are so good. They're hard. I'm not saying they're easy. Kate's not saying they're easy. No, but it is part of loving someone well, and it's part of loving yourself well. And really, if you think about a third entity being the relationship of back and forth between you someone, you and someone, there is a care for that. When we put up the warning signs or the, the clear um, understanding of where this relationship needs to go or what I think is healthy engagement with each other. And that takes, that takes a bit of humility on both parts. And the true thing is, the reality is, boundaries, the best boundaries really do have to go both ways. There, ha- there has to be respect on both sides of it. Um, or the boundaries got to change if there's not respect on both sides of it. Maybe it's got to get a little more rigid. And they don't always make everybody happy. But if you're seeking what you feel is the most, most healthy relationship engagement, uh, they need to be there and they need to be clear. Everyone needs to be kind of an understanding of what the other person expects of them. And I'm not saying this from any high horse at all. No, I lack this very much. And I, as a person who is passive aggressive, I get around boundaries. I am sneaky sometimes. And to be honest, I yesterday, just yesterday, was about to um, move a boundary and be mean to someone uh, in kind of a passive aggressive, just maybe flat out aggressive, but secretive way. And that is me coming clean about that. This is coming at a good time. Thanks, Kate. But when I think about the person who I want to become, this helps me reframe things. Who do I want to become? When all is said and done, and maybe I died early, people come and talk about me at my funeral. (laughs) Do I want someone to go, well, he was really kind of mean to me last week. I don't, you know, like that's not who I want to be remembered as. That's not the person I want to become. That's not how I want to leave this world. From that mindset, we can put boundaries up for ourselves. Like, nah, that's not me. And um, I got to come at this a little more gently uh, or I've got to just put some boundaries in place for my own self, for my own good, you know, and allow others to make mistakes because sometimes when I break those boundaries, I go, well, they did this, they did this. Well, guess what? Have I talked to them in a few years? No. Could they have changed? Yes. Are they, you know, allow for change, think the best of people and this helps put up boundaries as well. And it also helps really test those boundaries. Sometimes they are too rigid and sometimes they don't need to be there as much. So allow them to change. We learn in hindsight better than we do in advance. And that's okay. I mean, that's, that makes sense. That's, we're human. As we come to the end of this episode, thank you, Kate. And thank you for everyone who tuned in. Will you find a reflection of yourself? We're engaging in something that we do every episode at the end of the episode, um, we're engaging and changing the rewiring of our brain, our neurochemistry. This is backed up by science neuroplasticity that when told the right things or the healthy things, our brain chemistry can change paths. Sometimes we tend to go down some negative um, thinking very easily. And a lot of that has good reason to it. We've been told these things that are not true about ourselves. There are fa- false selves and we've begun to believe them. Well, when we give the counter narrative, the, the true story, the new story, we can begin to change the way we think default, you know, the way we think immediately, how we react in our thinking and our thought process. And this is called neuroplasticity. And we do that by engaging, 
taking a courageous step and looking at ourselves, our reflection in the mirror that sometimes it's hard to look at and offering some words of wisdom, offering some advice and some self-love. And when you do that, when you find yourself a reflection of yourself, will you say this to yourself? Today, I can love myself and others better through the hard, vulnerable work of healthy boundaries. And it is hard and vulnerable work. That's the truth of it. Relationships are scary. They're messy. To be in community, to be out of isolation, feels like there's a lot out of your control and it feels that way because it is but as kate says engage with that fear feel into the nuance we're better for it we grow because of it because we're not alone because we involve others in our lives we take risks and we're open to change and to grow there's no growth without change so do you want to grow try on some healthy boundaries but I can't convince you to do anything. It starts with you. Hey friends, your motivational high five is brought to you by Envato Elements. Envato Elements is for creators. For $16.50 a month, your membership provides unlimited downloads for licensing of stock audio, sound effects, graphics, Photoshop templates and actions, video templates and footage, website templates, photos, fonts, presentation templates, and more. That's right, only $16.50 a month and 30 additional percent if you are a student. This is also the site I license my own music on and I love it. I love it because most stock libraries offer just one element, just music or just photos or just After Effects templates. But with Envato Elements, you get them all. You get them all for one price. And if you use my link, you can support the podcast monetarily. It doesn't change anything for you. You get still get the great price for Envato Elements, but it does for me. And your motivational high five thanks you. My custom link is supportwithelements.com. Sign up for your account there. It's free to sign up. Secure payments. Cancel anytime. Envato Elements. Again, that's supportwithelements.com. And thank you and goodbye.